0: hey guys welcome to the i hope to hear this podcast and today i hope you hear jane and Junie's relationship story hey guys welcome to the i hope to hear this podcast and we have two previous guests on um, at the same time at the same time uh, i don't think we've done this very often with, with zealand we did but, uh, or are you confused at where to look at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have uh, Mr. Juni. Yes. Miss Jane. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome.
1: Thank you for
0: having us. Yes. Thank you for coming. So. What's up? Since sorry, that's a late response. <laughs> <laughs> so since the last time we talked, oh, well, especially with Juni. Uh, um. Oh, actually, fun fact about the episode where we recorded. The one thing he asked me not to get into was uh, the topic of engagement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of already, like, oh. planning it, and he didn't want to...
2: That's so true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so I thought it'd be cool if, uh, now that you guys are engaged... Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, thank, thank you. You. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> you guys are engaged. Um, if you, I feel like me and the listeners, we uh, were too invested, so we need to know. We need to hear the story of... How you proposed how you guys got engaged and how life has been ever since
2: yes um you want me to start okay Um, let's let's
0: do this why don't you kind of tell us like your feelings and emotions while you were prepping and uh, the whole day leading up to it okay and jane if you could explain what you were thinking what you were feeling yeah
2: yeah Yeah. so there's a lot here um and starting off with the ring what's funny is when jane first lived in colorado she had, I guess, jokingly, we were actually only dating for maybe for like a month mm. and a half, went with her friends to like a ring store and tried on like an oval ring. She didn't really know.
1: We were killing time. <laughs> we were killing wow. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
2: Um, but yeah, two and a half years ago, she didn't really know what kind of ring she wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I, I remember her trying on that ring and she saying, man, I really think oval's pretty cool mm. but not really sure because she has some thoughts about the way rings look on her hands.
0: Um,
1: I got chubby fingers. So I, was I don't like, think I so. I need an oval to elongate my finger. Oh I see. Um,
0: Using that perspective. Yes yeah,
1: like
2: oh. <laughs> um, so I met with a jeweler. Sorry this is kind of part, part of the story because this is like the emotional experience for me uh-huh. and when you go to put down like or when you go to get the ring, they educate you on everything as far as this is like what color, clarity, and cut. Mm. Um, and this is kind of the pricing. And then you go in your mind thinking, yikes, <laughs> this is not what I had hoped. Yeah. But it was so cool because um, when we finally got the ring made, and he, he did that like slow motion, creaking it open mm-hmm. really slow. Mm-hmm. And my heart got like so like, heavy but also joyful at the same time because I understood like the seriousness of what's about to happen mm. and it wasn't just like we're just taking the next stage for me uh-huh. um
0: wait, heavy heavy because purely of the seriousness or because of the financial impact because of the seriousness okay, okay okay um
2: and it was so beautiful uh-huh. like for, for me when I saw I was like "She is going to love this uh-huh. I couldn't wait for her to see it um anyway so Planning the engagement was really funny because I had hoped to do it early in the year actually But I think it just worked out better this way mm. and I think just the way everything played out. It was like amazing and so
0: So w- when did you uh, Propose exactly what date was it?
2: December 14th 14th.
0: Okay. yeah So yes. You, you were planning for it the beginning of the year, but it got pushed back to the I
2: wanted to do it in like June July I see. Yeah, um, but
0: so, then, did you have the ring on you the whole time?
2: No, I didn't get it till actually, like, September. I see. Because, yeah. I, because I wanted to wait. Uh, and also, like, just financially wanted to get myself in a better place. Right, And it, yeah. it allowed me to do that. Yeah. And um, the funny part is I called one of her good friends, Selena. Mm. And, um, well, actually, <laughs> I sent her best friend, Minji, and Selena a picture of the ring. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my gosh, did you get it? And I was like, yeah. And so, I started to ask them, like, hey, what do you guys think about planning a trip to Colorado? Mm. Um, and... Mostly with Selena, I was like, "Hey, could we kind of frame this in the sense that like we're going on a maybe a um, couple's trip?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the beginnings of like the fruition of doing it in Denver. And mm. if in case you missed the first episode, Jane and I well, I wanted to be in Denver because while we were dating long distance, Jane was in Denver, so it has like a special place for our relationship.
0: Yeah, a lot of your relationship kind of unfolded in Denver, right? Like yes. long distance-wise? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, so for me, I had a key few things that I wanted to see happen. I wanted to be at Red Rocks because I've always wanted to see it, and I always thought it was so beautiful. Mm. Um, and I also want to make sure that her... She was always big about that her friends would be at her engagement. Mm. And um, luckily, we were able to get Minji to come out, and she was such a huge champ in helping everything. Mm. Um, <laughs> there was just so much like excitement going into this. Yeah. Um, But the funny part, too, is, like, some of the execution problems were, like, um, one, I did wait till after Korea. So I went to Korea in September. Uh And during that time, right before I went to Korea, I asked for her parents' blessing. But I couldn't catch her dad. So I had to wait to speak with her dad until I got back from Korea. Oh. Uh, So I already had the mother's blessing. (laughs) Um, That had to prolong me setting up the trip
0: because I didn't know how the timing of things Mm. were to go. I didn't want to just ask without their blessing. Uh, <laughs> well, but at that point, when, when you have the blessing of the mother, you pretty much have the blessing of the father, too, right? It's more of a formality to ask, right? Uh,
2: for me, as a, if I was to give away my daughter, uh-huh. I want to know like, that he has respect for me man to man. That he could ask me. Like, you know, right. And I think there's a certain level of honor and respect that happens right. there. And I didn't want it to create any future friction just mm. because I didn't ask over things like that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Were, were you nervous <laughs> asking her dad? Because knowing that you already had the blessing of her mom were you was there a part of you who thought shoot he might still say no like was there any of that or
2: well i was nervous for both of them mm. but i was nervous because i had to ask again basically for uh, the dad yeah, yeah. but this time like i don't speak korean well for people that know that but i asked in korean and wow. it, was, it was so funny <laughs> Cause I wanted him to know that I care and like, I actually try and her, his mom was there. Not his mom. Her mom was there, <laughs> there. Her, her mom was there the second yeah. time too. But like, I wanted them to know that like, Hey, I'm really trying. I intend to like work on my career so that we could get better at communicating. Mm. Um, it's been challenging. I still need to practice more, but that kind of was my mindset going into that. Yeah. Um, but so Selena had reached out to Jane and was like, Hey, what do you think about going to Colorado? Um, Connor and I really wanted to go sightseeing and Mm. see all the sights of Colorado. Um, But really what she didn't know is they were actually planning a trip to Utah. But I I asked them if they can go to Colorado instead. Um, And they were such pros and champs about it. And I really love and thank them for that. Um, (laughs) But then it got to the financial aspect of Uh, planning for the trip, right? Yeah, Because Jane was like, well, right when I got back, we actually planned it at the end of November actually mid-November, mm-hmm. right before Thanksgiving, to go to Colorado. And Jane was like, why are we forcing ourselves, like, trying to go to Colorado for uh-huh. no reason? And <laughs> for me, I was telling her, I was like, I just want to go. Like, I just got out of Korea, and like, yeah. the, like the travel bug really bit me hard, and uh-huh. I just want to get out, you know? And <laughs> and that caused, like, a little spat between us. Uh-huh. And then, uh, finally, Suna was like, oh, I found the, t- uh, the tickets for really cheap. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I ended up buying them without really um getting her, to her yeah talking to her about it. I didn't tell her a price or anything else, uh-huh. so I did it, and then I venmo charged her for them because uh-huh. I didn't want her to think that this was just some trip that right. I was gonna do something special on, and right. apparently along the way, she had um a, a hint that maybe what was gonna happen, but like I think these things led to them led to her feeling like okay, maybe it's not gonna happen now oh. um,
0: and so let me ask you, Jay. when he kept pushing for the denver trip Mm -hmm. or or were you what was your what was your thought process there? were you thinking oh this might be a proposal or
1: um i didn't because there are a lot of factors um i talked to like selena every day and i knew that she wanted to go to yellowstone with connor like Uh for a really long time and so i knew they were wanting to plan a trip for um you know after getting married um so when they were like, I think we're gonna go to Colorado instead. I was like, That's awesome, you yeah. know. Um, and then what really threw me off is Selena kept saying it's like 170. It's so cheap right now, and flights out to Colorado are like usually high 200s or even 300. Yeah. So 170 for a weekend, I was like, Okay, that's manageable because I don't have any PTO. So doing anything more expensive would have been like dumb, you know. It's oh. like I would only be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, and so when she was like, it's 170 and her and Chuni were excited, I was like, oh, okay, let's, you know, let's do this. And I had kind of an inkling because I'm like, you know, Denver. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> our friend Selena and Connor are here with us. <laughs> but um, yeah, he Venmo charged me uh-huh. $310. <laughs> Which was the actual price of the ticket. And I lost my crap on him.
2: Livid. Mm. I was like...
1: Because in my head, I'm like, I thought we're planning for marriage. Why would you recklessly spend money like this without, like... I just feel like I got tricked into this situation because I don't have $310 to just, like, blow.
2: But really, what's $300 for an eternity together? Anyway. But I didn't
1: didn't know this. And so when he did that, like... I was so angry and like, we got into a fight wow. and he was like, you're so selfish for not being able to accept gifts. And cause he, at this point he was like, this will just be my Christmas gift to you. Uh, I'm like, I don't want a Christmas gift that's $300. Yeah. Um, and so I actually made him return the ticket. It was. And to, I did. <laughs> and
2: he, wow. He did. This all yeah. worked out in my favor though, but she didn't know
0: that it was. <laughs> oh wow.
1: Yeah. But anyways. Wait,
0: wait, wait. How did that work out in your favor though? Cause if you returned it,
1: the it now did, it didn't at the
0: time. Well,
2: well, I knew what was happening, right? So the funny part, the reason all this worked out my benefit, because it was separating the idea of proposal from we're just going oh, on a trip I more see. and more. I so see. now she's like, yeah, like if he was if he was actually gonna propose, he would be so nice about it. Right. But for me, I couldn't break character out of the whole thing. right. right. So when I when we uh, returned the tickets, like. Southwest, they don't give cash back for yeah. a refund if you don't return within a day. Mm. And so I purposely waited longer than a day just so I had to get the credit to yeah. refund it. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, Jane, like, we can, like, I already returned it at this point. We have this uh, credit. Selena and Connor are still going whether we know it or not. Mm. And by this time, she also doesn't know that Minji's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I lost my train of thought. And so
1: he's like, let's just go like, Hmm. you know, like we have nothing to lose. Like we already have these tickets Um, so I was like fine and um, like the week leading up up to it like This is how much I didn't think I was gonna get proposed to I chopped my bangs off like at home by myself (laughs) like with scissors Uh and like you can ask any girl but like no girl would do that if they thought that they're about to get exposed to and so like the day that chunny saw me with bangs he actually like gasped yeah he was legit like so upset and i was like oh my god do i like that bad and bangs but it's because he obviously knew we were going to take photos and Uh stuff i cut my bangs and i asked him at one point like you know just just to be clear i was like should i bring like a nice coat or like you know, something. And he's mm. like, no, he's like, I'm packing sweatpants and sweaters and hoodies and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, geez, like, okay. So I packed like dumb clothes, uh-huh. like nothing fancy. Obviously my nails were like disgusting. I had like dirt underneath it and <laughs> it was just like, just not good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then we went to Colorado and even the night of Selena was like, yo, you're going to shower. It's like, nah, dude. <laughs> I was like, we're going hiking. You yeah. know, there's no reason to shower. Selena's like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you know, even the morning of Selena like picked out a coat that I should wear. Mm-hmm. She's like, you should like maybe wear this and then switch later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? You know? And, and then she was like, are you going to shower? Like, no. Like, why would I? We're going, we're going hiking. So she's just trying <laughs> to like save me. Uh-huh. And i am like rejecting every single offer. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah, that's up to the point of the morning that it happened. Wait, so
0: when you arrived at the location, you're, you hadn't showered? Did you eventually shower or you hadn't showered?
1: I showered um, after getting proposed. To-
0: <laughs> 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 okay, okay. So but, what about your clothes? Because I, I remember the pictures coming out really well.
1: Um, that's because of the background. If you oh. really focused on what I was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing my trash bag, like coat, you know, like North the... North Face Puffer. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was wearing ankle socks. Uh-huh. Not even ankle socks. They were like knee socks. But they were white. Uh-huh. And my socks. vans were white. Oh. And they had dirt all over them because we're walking through the rocks. Uh-huh. And so...
2: Disclaimer, I told her to bring black shoes. Black uh,
1: shoes. So I just... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I tried to
0: warn her. Yeah, okay. so it's
1: like my black leggings mixed in with my white ankle socks and like my white vans, and I just looked... Homeless. Homeless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right then. But then good, let's, homeless. let's paint the picture for, for you, Junie. You guys get to the parking lot. You park and you guys start um, hiking. What are you feeling?
2: Well, there's a lot we just missed here though, Oh, oh okay, leading okay. up to that. Like, good. even so like... To be honest, we were having a really hard week leading up to that.
1: We were fighting. Like we were crazy. fighting a lot, a lot.
2: Um, I can't even remember why. Uh-huh. I think I just. Do you remember
1: why? I don't either. Actually. Yeah.
2: Because oh. we we're. Uh, anyway, we got to the airport.
1: Selena says she remembered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were we <laughs> <It's okay>.
2: Uh, but we had a really good talk, like, uh-huh. going into Colorado, and what's funny is, as soon as we landed in Colorado, like, all the nostalgia of being there together for the first time when we first were dating mm-hmm. came rushing back so hard, and I was like, yes, uh-huh. this is how I know this is going to be so amazing. Uh-huh. Um, but we got to our uh, Airbnb. Oh, funny part. So Minji actually had to stay at another Airbnb, uh-huh. so that... They mm, were
1: hiding her for, like, yeah. two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: She's such a pro. Um, but that night, Connor and I were, like, talking basically, like, all night. And then we slept in the same room. I couldn't sleep all night. I was, like, down. Like, she could possibly say no. And I'm also, like, man, I'm about to be, like, an engaged man. Like, yeah. I didn't know when or if I would ever get here. Yeah. So many thoughts were running through my mind. But I was also really excited. Um, and, like, in the morning, I would, like, practice the squat to get down. So it looks picture perfect. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also my skinny jeans were really tight. Uh. Um, <laughs> But uh, what's funny, we almost didn't go to Red Rocks. Because really? that was the plan. So we were going at Sunrise, wow. by the way. Um, Jane was like, oh, we should go to the Rockies instead. And then...
1: Because <laughs> I was like, why are we doing Red Rocks and Rockies on the same day when we have two days? I was like, that doesn't uh-huh. make sense. And then Selena's like, no. And I was like, <laughs> I was like okay. Yeah, because um, yeah. she was like, I know this, like, I think I know this, like, hiking trail. Mm. Like, let me just look it up. And then, like, the morning of... She's like, I think it's here, but little did I know she had gone there like the day before and like figured out the trail and like where to take the oh, phone. Oh wow. yeah. Wow. And when we got to the parking lot, um, we there was we like passed by this porta potty and Minji was like Yeah, there's a lot of logistical <laughs> things we have to Selena planned it all, she's so good, yeah. Yeah. But that I should have caught on because that morning it was we left at six, six thirty and Connor was up and connor doesn't like wake up for anything like it doesn't matter what it is like he's sleeping till 12 p.m but he was up i was like wow he must really want to go but i should have (laughs) known
0: yeah so how how are you feeling as as you're walking toward you know this up this mountain yeah yeah you know that you're getting a step closer to becoming an engagement right yeah if she said there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, or saying, you're getting closer to finding out whether yeah, yeah. she wants to marry you. What are you feeling? Are, is your heart pumping? Are you nervous? Yeah,
2: I was choking up a lot. I was. I didn't want to talk, but I still couldn't break character. Uh, and the, luckily, I saw Connor when he was about to propose to Selena. I was like, I can't do that because this man was dead silent, and he was he wearing was a hoodie. He was wearing a hoodie at the beach, yeah. and it was like 90 degrees outside. Like obviously something's wrong. Like, you know? <laughs> Oh, and I couldn't do that. Like, I was like, I really have to focus on just being me, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I would just be really smiley and be like, oh, let's take a picture here or there. Selena was really good about it. Scary part, some of it was really icy, so you have to, like, focus on where you step. Uh... So a lot of time when we're walking. Yeah. Um, but when we finally got to the spot, Selena would send me, well, actually... A few days before Selena and Connor and Minji actually already scouted the place, that we we're gonna take the picture. And
1: Connor and Minji posed as us. At yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Selena would take photos to see where it would look best.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. But then, like, because I had seen the photos, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But then when I actually got there, it was like freaking magnificent. Mm. It was so beautiful. And crazy part, little detail, like, this is all God. Like, it just started to, like, snow just a little bit, like, wow. very sprinkly. And, like, what's funny is weird is, like, I was, like, I, was, I hope it snows. I hope it snows. It would be so perfect. Yeah. Um, and then, like, we were kind of, like, stalling to, for the sun to rise and get this bright angle. Um, so Jane and I would take a little, like, few fake photos. Mm. But then finally, as soon as it was, like, she gave me this nudge. and was, like, it's time. And yeah. then I was, like, <laughs> and then uh, right now I think when it's time to, like, show up, I just kind of forsake my old feelings. I'm like, all right, let's just do this. I'm ready. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't really question it in the moment. I haven't sensed. But uh, we get ready to take another fake photo. And then Jane's like, oh, my gosh, Selena, you and Connor should take a picture. And then, <laughs> then James like, she's like running off. i was like, Jane, come back here. You know why we're here? Because in my mind, I've heard from all her friends that like, yeah, she thinks you're going to do it. Oh. But Jane is like, what? What are you talking about? I, and then she was, like, dying. And uh-huh. It was so beautiful for me because <laughs> I was, was really... I felt this pressure to surprise her. Uh-huh. But for me, I, I really wanted to be significant. Mm. And a surprise would just be the icing on the cake. But mm. I didn't care too much about surprise. I just wanted her to know. What's funny is, like, a few weeks before we went, her mom was like, "Junior, what's your plan? Mm. Like, just asked if I was ever going to propose. Yeah. Uh, but... I had this all in mind. And so like all this emotion came swelling in all at the same time. And uh, I started tearing up. Jane is like dying. Like somebody literally died. But, <laughs> 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 but uh, it was this really sweet moment. And right before I got down, I, I held her onto her tie. I grabbed uh. her hands and I told her how I felt and listened to her their eyes. And I got down on one knee. Um, it was really hard to get the words out because I was just feeling so yeah. much emotion at the time. And Jane was feeling the same thing and it was just a really sweet moment. And, wow. Yeah. And yeah. And then um, this is the part where she actually like was really dying. It was then, after we took after we proposed and she said yes, Minji, she was still hiding the ported potty right? <laughs> but she was slowly tracking behind us, uh-huh. maybe like a few yards. Uh-huh. And so where Jane and I were taking our like after photo, and Selena's like, wait, who is that? And Jane and was I like, was like,
1: "Who is that?" They're like about to ruin our photos because <laughs> I like kept making eye contact with them. Like, uh-huh. "Oh my gosh!" Like so rude. Uh-huh. And then as she got closer, I realized it was Minji, and uh-huh. I just like lost it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Literally, like, fell on her knees
0: wow. and was like, ah! <laughs> "No!" Because it's like emotions on top of emotions. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. So that's that's Chuni's side. Did you have any clue that he was going to propose leading up to it?
1: Um like everything that we talked about kind of threw me off. So like there were a couple of moments before where I did understand that something was going to happen because like at SKBC, we were sitting in service one day and he like opened his phone and it went to his notes section and it said engagement on top. Oh, shoot.
2: Sure, I didn't... <laughs> It was
1: when Jim was talking at the Everest uh, volunteer night. Oh, he wow. opened his phone and it said engagement. And uh-huh. I was just like... like
2: Girls are so nosy. It's, it's not.
1: you just like, it was, because he did it like right in front of uh, my face. Uh-huh. And then one time we were like sitting together and he like went to Google to search something. And then like the, his search history was like ring setting or something like that. But I just like, I just have to pretend like I don't see Oh, you forgot the YouTube one. It's so like and YouTube then we were like, And then he connects his, uh, the thing to his TV, like his computer. Mm-hmm. And we're watching YouTube. And the ads were all like, every kiss begins again. Yeah, begin. all
2: diamond. I was like...
1: And he was just like, he was like, so strange. Like, <laughs> so weird.
2: Why would they think I was ready
1: Yeah. And then we share our location. And one night, I was oh, yeah. like, I was dying sick. Oh, yeah. I, I think I had like, I had like something. And I was, like, high on NyQuil and stuff, and he said he was coming over to bring me medicine, but it was taking him a while. Mm. So, like, I looked at his location to see if he was okay, and it it was at, like, my parents' store. But I was, like, I wasn't sure what was going on, because I was so, like, drugged up. But, like, I kind of remember that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, those were, like, all the moments where... I was like something's going to happen. But I didn't think it was going to be this trip after so, everything
0: else. When you were at her parents' store, were, were you asking for permission? Or mm-hmm. okay, I, I was. I but I didn't know that she saw cuz she
2: told me she was sleeping.
0: Uh and I was like, but I, I Cause made cause sure I was, to like, turn in it and off to. out of
1: me. sleep. Not turn it yeah. wow. <laughs> What
2: is airplane mode good for? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know um so when Junie was planning this, he was talking about the the challenge of bringing Minji into the picture. Yeah. If Minji came with you guys it would from been the get so it obvious right? So I threw out an idea that got rejected by everybody. <laughs> but my
1: Are you the one who said let's meet at the airport?
0: No. So uh. my idea was, hey, why don't you bring Tim over and let's uh. why don't you frame it as Tim's gonna propose to Minji. No, to, I would have known well, <laughs> right.
1: immediately. Okay. I would have been like Dang it. Tim. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I see, it, I see. It. That's why you guys rejected it. You
1: can't do it in Denver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have completely thrown it off. I don't know. Like, thrown you off the trail, right? No, if
1: like... I think if Minja and Tim came together, I think I wouldn't have suspected it either. Uh, like, if they were both just like, like, oh, yeah, let's all go. Yeah. Then I would have been like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Good to know that my idea wouldn't take <laughs> Because <laughs> Because I was thinking, man, you guys should... Tim should have just, you know, okay, I see. <laughs> so now now as an engaged couple, um, are you guys like thinking about like venue and all that kind of stuff? Because that's, that's hard. I yeah, hate, so we wanted to
1: like enjoy our engagement for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And so we weren't even like planning or thinking about doing anything like that. Um, but then about three to four weeks later, I started to like email venues that I might be interested in just to see like, oh, like maybe we can schedule a visit. Yeah. They're like all booked till 2021, oh, like yeah. mid 2021 and I started like panicking. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot, we have to get married like in 2022, for, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I started calling so many places and we basically like planned most of it at this point, Oh wow. but a venue down, photographer, videographer, um, DJ, cake, like most of the big stuff. And Selena has been like a really big help because... She's the master of all things planning. and planning, especially. So she would just be like, go here, do this. And mm. I'm
0: like, okay. <laughs> and she's done it before. So.
1: Yeah. So she just like knows everything. And um, so we got most of it down by this month. Yeah.
0: Mm. Ha- has the relationship changed now that you guys are engaged? Because when I proposed to Shirley, the thing that she told me was the biggest change is um, the sense of insecurity is no longer there. Because when you guys are just dating... It's nothing stopping you guys from breaking up, right? But when you're engaged, you know, there's actual weight behind the commitment and things like that. Have you guys experienced anything like that yet? or?
1: Um, I, I did take him more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Huh. And I think like the biggest thing for me right now in this season is more than him, I'm really trying to reflect on what I need to work on mm-hmm. and kind of like... Same here. Like, dang, I can't bring this into marriage. Um, And because a lot of times I think when issues arise, the instinct is to like point at the other person and like the things they need to change. But I think right now it's been very, very refining um, for myself. Wow. Yeah.
2: Same here. One of our friends, we actually just had a friend with a dinner. Dinner with a friend. (laughs) (laughs) A friend with a dinner. (laughs) And I love how he said it. It's soul. He was like, you know, there's no testimony without a test. And I was wow. like, that's so good. That's like so metaphorical, but mm-hmm. also like literal at the same time. You can't spell testimony without that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I think for me, I think that's how we, had, we would sum up just, and it's crazy, it's only been like six weeks since we've been engaged. Yeah. It feels like
1: it's been 10 years. <laughs> yeah.
2: And because like, because we were really fast, mostly like Jane's been killing the planning. Like mm. she literally, she blazed through everything like a superstar. Um, and because of like, we've had, everything almost already planned, it feels like it's been a lot longer than it really has. Mm. Um, and I think, so we actually are, um, gonna do marriage premarital counseling, but we had like a little intro session. And even that was very revealing for me, Mm -hmm. um, as, um, coming from just my background and the things that I need to work on. And I think when you hear your, who you are, third party perspective and what you need to work on is very humbling. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'm really excited because I think there are certain. I think that idea of being an adult that you get stuck and set, set in your ways is so true. Mm-hmm. But I think like when you have that revelation of like, okay, these are the areas I need to work on. It was, like it's really hard because like I need to get my pride out of the way and put not only God at the forefront but also Jane because I want to make sure that she knows that I'm valuing her in this as well. Yeah. You know? Um And I think yeah, there's been some growing pains, but I think. Like I said, there's no testimony without tests, without tests, so,
0: yeah. Do you guys recommend premarital counseling for everyone about to get married? Yes.
1: Mm. I mean, yeah, we haven't, like, officially done it yet. Yeah. But I think um, before we met with EJ and Laz, who's doing our counseling, Uh um, we, like, got into a huge fight, and engagement season there's a lot of stuff that comes up with family with finances just really so many external
2: forces or spots and
1: so um we're fighting and just being able to share the fight and our feelings to someone that we trust Mm. and their kind of perspective on what we need to work on was very like refreshing and challenging and encouraging because i think when we're fighting i'm only thinking oh my gosh like is this is this it like is this what it's gonna be like? Yeah. And EJ and Les just like breathed so much hope into it and kind of like encouraged us, let us like letting us know that it's normal. And they're yeah. like, y'all are like barely at the starting line, yeah. <laughs> and and they're just kind of like, this is what it is. Like mm. it's supposed to be hard. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, we haven't done it officially yet, but we were so excited to do it and. We're also so excited to do marriage counseling in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah. One thing about engagement I realized when I went through mine is dating is you two coming together, but engagement is the two families kind of coming together on an accelerated timetable. Yeah. So there's so many things that pop up. Mm -hmm. When me and Shirley were getting engaged or when we were engaged and we were planning the wedding, 99% 99% of our fights were because of other family, things. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything about us. Yeah. It was uh, me trying to advocate for my family, Shirley <laughs> trying to advocate for her family. And when they don't align, it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to concede when, it, when you're advocating for someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's for yourself, it's easy to say, fine, I'll just forego what I want and let you do mm-hmm. what you want. But if your mom wants something, like, it's hard to say, fine i'll concede what my mom wants for yeah, you you know for yeah, sure so yeah it's yeah, a difficult that, period yeah. Yeah. yeah that's
1: been most of our battles that's the test for us right like now. learning to
2: fight for each other now yeah, yeah. And like, we, becoming one, yeah.
1: you know we're, we're trying to balance between honoring our families but also trying to honor ourselves and be our own family now yeah but it's it's so freaking hard because yeah. i feel like yeah. it's like you're just torn into two places where you have to honor them Mm -hmm. but then you want to honor your fiance. yeah and so it's the tension has been really intense for both of us Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah so one thing i don't i don't recommend this to everybody because marriage is you know y'all's day right the wedding is y'all's day you guys's day for you western west coast people but um (laughs) what we (laughs) (laughs) what me and shirley like, we kind of had to decide was, you know what? Let's make this wedding more about our family than us. Um, and that alleviated a lot of kind of pressure points and pain points. Um, there was a venue that we really wanted. But because of the people that our parents wanted to invite, like, we couldn't. We had to get a bigger space. So we just said, you know what? Let's let this be their day. We, like, canceled. or well, we... we didn't put down a deposit yet, but we were kind of verbally committed to a location. We said, forget it. We'll get, we'll go to a different place. That's bigger. That that can hold more people. Um, and we, what we realized is yeah, the wedding day was just one day, but we have our entire lives together to, you know, express our loves towards each other and all that. So we feel like for us, that was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'm not saying that that's what you guys need to do. I'm not saying that that's what other people listening or watching <laughs> need to do. I'm just giving a, a new perspective because uh yeah I, I think in western society it's very easy to just say yeah marriage is ours or, or the wedding day is ours uh, it's it's a very uh, conservative eastern philosophy to say let's make the wedding our families and that, that's the route that we took i don't think a lot of people take that route so i'm just kind of putting my perspective out there yeah we thought it was worth it uh, we had fun and we barely remember the wedding anyways. It, it's, a, it's a blur. It goes by so I'm fast, um, but you no, know, we have nice pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we have a nice video. So yeah, but wow. So do you guys know if you guys want to do like a spring wedding or a, a winter wedding? We're if,
1: doing it in fall and September. In the fall, wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, um, when did you guys get married? Selena and Connor?
1: April twenty. April,
0: okay, okay. April was kind of cold. Because I thought it would be...
1: incredibly cold. But that whole week was warm. Yeah. It was just that one day. Mm.
0: Do you guys think September is going to be cold? Usually it's not that cold in it's September. It's pretty hot usually still in September. Okay, I feel okay. like it's always hot. <laughs> yeah, and humid. Mm. Wow. So I, I want to ask you uh, one question. I want to ask Jane specifically one question regarding Juni. Let's say that... Um, I, this is just... I'm pulling it out of... Uh, so this has no context behind it i haven't talked to him about it since juni is part of this band zealand right let's say (laughs) one day after you guys are married you know you guys have you know commingled finances you have dual income and you guys rely on those dual income to you know continue the lifestyle that you guys are accustomed to right if juni one day said hey i think i'm going to quit my job and try to do this music thing full time what would your response be We've
1: actually had this conversation multiple times, but I would be so for it. Um, oh, wow. I think it's like, you know, a lot of people are trying to figure out what they want to do in life, yeah. but like, you know, Chuni and Ben, them, like, they, like, know exactly what they want to do and the fact that they're, like, you know, you know, they're having these day jobs so that they, they can do the things that they want, such as, like, marriage and kids and stuff, but, like, if I were more in a financially uh, stable place to, like, to be able to help our household, mm. I would like, you know, I would tell him to go for it. Cause that's what I believe God has also called him to do. Mm. And like, it's his passion and he's talented at it. So like, I a hundred percent believe in that idea.
0: Wow. How do you, how does that make you feel? I'm the
2: luckiest man in the world. Yeah. I really am. Uh, I'm so thankful for Jane. And I, I'm also thankful that she actually has a job she really loves. And mm. I know she expressed that in her thing, but like not only does she love it, but she's killer at it. Mm. Like, and to see her like being so willing to like be willing to take that step for us would is amazing. And I think for me, it's the hard, It's just the fears of everything else that comes with that. Mm. Um, it, it's time and time and place for everything. So, yeah. um, yeah. It's it makes me feel really free, but also like there is a, a level of burden that comes with it. I actually talked about it with my friend at church last night. His wife like did take some of the um burden of the finances and for a few years it was okay but then it just weighed on their marriage and so Mm. like having the wisdom to see like hey when it's time to like come back
0: to real world and you know what i'm saying so Mm. yeah so when you say the burden you're talking purely just the financial burden of wanting to be the provider
2: yeah Mm. so there's i mean there's different types of burden there's the financial burden but there's also the time burden as far as like i see for him specifically, like, he was, like, a traveling musician because they would gig and stuff like that. And yeah. so her working all the time and then him not being home is just extra weight to bear because it's, like, where's our relationship? I don't know about for them, but I could see for us it being, like, I haven't seen them in a while and I really miss them, and yeah. I, you know. So, and being intentional about that. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a big ask.
0: Oh. Yeah. Do you guys... Do you think that'll ever happen in the future? Do you think there will be a day when you say, "Jane, I think I'm gonna try this music thing full time."
2: Yeah, but yeah, and no, I don't know. It's just uh-huh. it's like we, me, Ben, and I more more often talk about it frequently in Payday too. Um, yeah, it's just it's time and place because I feel like we were talking about support and. I think we've been able to do it well with what we've had. I think, I think what we have a hard time seeing is like, if we were to stop doing what we're doing right now and go full time, what would be different besides the income? Mm. And, um, because there has to be networking in place and, um, marketing and all these things, building brand image. Um, um, and we would definitely have more time for that. And, um, but also are we leaking the financial aspect to do all those things? And, Mm. Within our means, and would all of our families be okay with it? If only one person's gonna pull the trigger, is everybody else gonna still be committed? You know, mm-hmm. like those kind of things. Right. Um, yeah. There's a lot to that.
0: Yeah. 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 But let's let's roleplay this a little bit. If let's say that need did say this, and you're kind of at the current income level that you are at now, um, I don't know what that is, but let's say, let's just for argument's sake, let's say that it's barely enough to cover both of you guys. How long do you think you can go, um, kind of being the breadwinner, um, and kind of scraping by to support his dream? Do you have, like, a timetable, or would you be willing to do it indefinitely?
1: I don't know, because I don't think I can, because, I mean, like, the optimistic side of me wants to be like, oh, until, like, blah, 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 Mm. but, like, I'm sure it'll be incredibly hard, like, once I am in it, and, Mm. like, we're scraping by to, you know, do stuff, Mm. and, um... Yeah, I, I genuinely don't know. I hope it's, like, for a while, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know too much about finances, actually. That is something that I'm having to learn this season. Um, it's how to, like, budget, how to save. Yeah. Um, because my parents were always people who were just, like, do your thing, like, in college, don't get a job, just study. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I never really had to worry about things, which was, like, a privilege. Mm-hmm. And so i'm like now learning like what it means to save to budget to Mm -hmm. spend wisely um and yeah so i i don't think i can even picture myself not doing that but like i don't know how hard it would be and how i'm like willing yeah but i just don't know
0: yeah Yeah. the the reason i ask is because Mm -hmm. i've just seen couples where they decide to do something and the person where the burden falls on more heavily I, I think it's always easier for them when they know there's a timetable you know mm. what i mean uh, i don't know if you know this couple uh jim and pam uh, from the office <laughs> i was like, like i know jim and pam <laughs> <laughs> yeah <'cause PB&J. laughs> like, it's a it's i mean it's a show it's kind of a joke but if you look at their marriage like near the end of the series pam having to take the burden of her husband being at a startup like she didn't like there was no timetable. So she wasn't really willing to buy into that. And I, I feel like I could relate to that. Like if Shirley suddenly said, I'm going to do this thing and I don't know how long it's going to take, but it's going to be a big strain on our marriage. Like I would push her to give me a timetable because doing something forever, like potentially forever, like I I don't think I could wrap my mind around that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's something, uh, you guys might want to think about talk about yeah yeah connor's laughing yeah <laughs> is that is it because you're seeing something on your phone or uh, if you're yeah. gonna be if you're gonna be making noise can you uh, leave the studio so. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay shout out to kobe kobe oh yeah. bro you want to yeah. talk about kobe no like i God. just want to make sure that you honor him on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> no we were talking about that a little bit earlier okay well jane what is your perspective on this
1: um on his death yeah. or like it's been really intense mm. um actually like our team's monthly goal we're over 150 percent this year this month and i think a lot of it like our video views for the past four days was all kobe
0: content mm. and that's very rare yeah oh and, for those of you guys who don't know jane is a video producer at usa today
1: yes yeah. um and so just seeing like how intense his impact was Mm. it's just crazy like I'm not into basketball at all but uh when I found out it was it was really like yeah yeah Mm. I like he told me and I told him (laughs) to like shut up like you're lying yeah yeah because the day before LeBron Mm. James like beat beat his record record, he was there yeah and people kept posting R.I.P. Kobe so I was like oh they're like they're saying R.I.P. to his like record yeah." yeah And so I didn't believe it for a while until I saw um, other news outlets reporting it. But seeing the, like, fans crying, like, all walks of life just coming to grieve together over Mm. this man and his daughter Mm. was so intense. And I think especially seeing videos of him and his daughter, Mm. like, for Kobe, his legacy was his daughter. Like, he, like, people... In an interview with Jimmy Kimmel, he said that people would come up to him and be like, "Yo, you need to have a son, you know, like to carry on your legacy. And then he said that Gianna would be next to him saying like, hey, I got this. Mm-hmm. Cause like she was so good and he was like really championing women's basketball.
0: Yeah.
1: And he loved having like all girls. And so like just seeing their sweet relationship was really like sad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was kind of from like a news perspective.
0: Hmm. O- what about you, Jeannie? What's your perspective?
2: He was great. I mean, I think it's... For me, playing basketball growing up, everybody wanted to be like Kobe before there was LeBron. I'm a huge LeBron fan, by the way. Mm. Um, And I think, like, every kid knows when you shoot the basketball into... Or or like a paper ball into a trash can, you say Kobe. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And it's just weird. Because for me, it's like, you could have all the money. You could have the best physical shape, be 40 years old, and your time is up. Yeah. And... I think also just, I feel like January 2020 has been an insane month. So many yeah. things have happened, like Australia fires, the coronavirus, yeah. this impeachment thing, Iran, Kobe dying, and the fact that Kobe is at that level of world catastrophe. Right, right, right. <laughs> And it just feels like so much is happening right now, and mm-hmm. um, not to take it there, but I, yeah, I just feel like Kobe, it's weird to see... Wh- Every, a lot of people's childhood hero just gone I yeah. think he's the biggest athlete to actually pass away mm. like before his time because like I think Bill Russell he's like a old is he Boston Celtic Boston Celtic he's, he's an old Boston still- Celtic he's still alive he's like 90 basically but oh, like wow. um Kobe's gone Michael Jordans still alive like yeah. it's just kind of the weight of it I think everybody felt their mortality mm. a lot of the NBA analysts would say like whatever gripes you have with people like you need to give those up and just reconcile before it's too late I yeah. feel like there's this um, a strong sense of just realizing the number of your days is limited yeah. and I think that was a good thing because mm-hmm. I think people would hopefully want to better themselves in that way and I think that's kind of like in, plays into Kobe's Mamba mentality mm-hmm. like you have to make the most of now and go for it um, but yeah
0: that's... so here's my take oh that's so <laughs> quiet <Okay. laughs> So there's two things that I I mean, obviously it was a big shock to me. It so for me personally, the death was really sad because I'm really looking forward to my retirement. And I feel like Kobe was like finally like enjoying his retirement. Like he's like spending time with his kids more. He's, you know, the Mamba school academy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Mamba Academy. Yeah. yeah, like he's like doing all these things like because he has the resources to do so. And he has time, and he, 41, just really young, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, when I heard that, I, it was like, wow, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. like you were saying, like, you can go at any time. Like, but, so here's here's one thing that I didn't enjoy seeing on social media. It's, I understand everyone kind of grieves in their own way, but I just don't like it when I see something tragic happen and people try to personalize it. It's not about all man, Kobe, Kobe's dead. That's so sad. It's when I last saw Kobe, like that was like, this is the video of what I last saw him. Like, you know, Kobe had this impact on me. Like somehow trying to associate themselves with Kobe's death instead Mm. of just respecting his death, like respecting the man, the legacy. It's somehow like everyone's trying to weave themselves into Kobe's legacy. You know what I mean? Even when they had nothing to do with him.
2: It's hard. It's hard to say because it's like.
1: But I think like, I think that's the way people grieve. Mm, It's sharing stories about like whether they saw him or like Mm. they interviewed him because like, like all the reporters and all the people who are doing tributes, it's the story that, that like touched them and like, this is who Kobe was to me. Mm. And I think that's their way of grieving. Some people for sure want to do it because it's like, look at me, look at my pain. Yeah. But I think the majority of stories that I saw, it was just to describe who he was to them, you yeah. know? And it's, I think like, like some of them saying like, like actually our um, USA Today was one of the last news outlet to talk to him 10 days before wow. this happened, we sat down with him. Hmm. And so like a lot of them were like, I can't believe we interviewed him like, just then you know mm. um but i could I, I i do see the side of like how it could feel like you know like, you're trying to gain sympathy rather right. than like you know but i think a ah. lot of people just i wasn't even
0: thinking about it that way. i think
1: a lot of people try to grieve by sharing the stories right
0: you know? yeah 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 I, I i understand that too but it's just i don't know I guess I'm just really pessimistic. Seriously. Yeah, I'm super no, pessimistic. I'm just like... Just, like no, I'm super pessimistic. Like,
2: I put it in perspective, like, Toby's not, like, my all-time hero, but yeah. if my all-time hero did pass away, mm-hmm. I would probably, like... i make a joke. I'm like, we're going to their funeral mm. if they ever go.
1: Song United's Joel Houston. Yeah. <laughs> if <laughs> he dies, we ha- we have to go to Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I understand that.
2: He... Yeah. Or it's like if David Crowder, like, for yeah. some people, yeah. like, Crowder, he's, like, yeah. the soundtrack of your youth days. like. Yeah all the times that you were hard, like, having a hard time, like, they were the melody that you sang, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, it's, like, I think for Kobe, like, he was a symbol of escape for, from the life that they lived, especially, like, I know so many um, live hard lives and basketball was a way to stay out of the streets, Mm -hmm. and so, like, when you have someone who was like Kobe or, like, LeBron, it's, like, Becoming a better model for people. I think that's some people like just have a hard time dealing with that And I understand that from that regard. I don't know. Yeah, I um, I Understand like the trying to gain sympathy for you and not for them though Yeah, Yeah,
0: but and the other thing is this happens at everyone's death every famous person's death is all the haters suddenly turn into fans Which in a way can be a beautiful thing But how much weight does that have for the person who died? like, you know, like uh, when Michael Jackson died he had like no fans, right, because of the controversy. All yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. But soon as he's dead, everyone's like, "Oh, our our king of pop is dead." Like, ah, uh, like, I got what you're saying. Like, yeah. why not show that kind of respect when they're alive? Because um, a yeah. lot of what I saw is Kobe was definitely not my favorite player, but I respected his game. Yeah. It's like, did you respect it when he was alive? Because these same people like trashed Kobe, like saying, "Oh, you're nothing without Shaq." You know, all, all those kind of things that people say to like, like really. You know what I mean. How much of that is getting views and stuff like
1: this, though? No, I don't even think it's that. I think, think, like, yeah, like, you maybe as a fan truly don't like him Mm. because, like, you're a fan of another team. Mm. And so you hate him because he's so good. But, like, nobody can argue with the fact that he changed the game and made basketball as a sport so much better. And, like, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, if you're a fan of basketball, like, you respect him for that. But, like, Mm. I think you could also hate him but i think it's a very shallow amount of hate you're not literally like pouring your energy into like hating him i think it's just more of like it's just kind of fun games like i hate him because he's (laughs) because he's so good though right
2: Mm. um yeah because you never know what could happen like that's what people always say if kobe's in the game the game is not over even if it's like 10 seconds left mm, and like you just like especially i think the celtics and that rivalry that they have like there is no rivalry in this past generation without Kobe and all that stuff. And so, like, he was the face... Kobe was the face of their detriment of, like, this is the guy that will make us lose. if Like, even if the game is only four seconds away from being over and we're up. Mm. And I think, like... I don't know what it is, but, like, some, for some reason, like, people have a high level of respect for people who... um for whatever reason push them in a certain way
0: mm. and uh
2: i think that's what a lot of people feel kobe because like you'll hear that about steve jobs like he wasn't the greatest person to yeah. be around but yeah. he drove people to be better
0: mm.
2: and push themselves and so if, in that manner people had a lot of honor and respect for him yeah. but i get what you're saying too yeah yeah,
0: yeah. no I'm, I'm glad you guys are you guys have different perspectives because i don't want to just talk about what i think because like i said i'm pretty pessimistic when it comes to this kind of stuff are you just saying that to be controversial oh my gosh (laughs) a a little bit no (laughs) no but these are things i i just have a thing where i don't like thinking the same way as the mainstream media does like when when a lot of people when i find a lot of my friends thinking a certain way i challenge myself to think a different way um so that's probably what this is yeah yeah
1: no and that's that's good too Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah Well, uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Um, yeah, and you know, as a father, the saddest part of the story was yeah. the fact that his daughter was in the yeah. fight with him. It's so heart-wrenching.
2: Like I I just, Yeah, I couldn't get the image out of my head. Like, the helicopter's going down, and mm. he's probably holding on to his daughter. Yeah. And I just like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And, like, uh, you know? <laughs> like, that's just heartbreaking. Because like, yeah. you're powerless at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, marriage. Yeah. yeah. You know the <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway, marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but one last thing on kobe um the one really beautiful quote i saw was um someone talking about oh it's so sad that they like died like it was both kobe and his daughter but someone said but it's kind of a blessing in disguise because i don't think either of them could have seen life without the other mm. like you know what i mean so yeah but again that's, that's so good that's so heart-wrenching yeah yeah he was marriage, <laughs> marriage, is marriage. huge uh, tangent <laughs> that was that was good though i i wanted to talk about kobe but i didn't want to talk about it by myself so yeah, i'm glad yeah. you guys were here for that um
2: should do it with Aisley.
0: with Aisley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure she has a lot of thoughts on it um but yeah well, with the with the wedding coming up with the uh marriage coming up <laughs> it's not just the wedding right with the marriage are you guys doing anything to prepare besides uh, premarital counseling
2: so so look, I, I would categorize categorize the season into two aspects, one planning for the event and mm. one planning for the covenant. Mm. And um, I think through the counseling, we want to really work on the covenant aspect of it because yeah. like, there's going to be a lot of intertwined faith in it. Um, I think the hard part in all this is being distracted by planning for the event. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of efforts from... Our families would make it about the event. But I think we're realizing like we're so we're reading the book Meaning of Marriage Together oh. by uh Tim Timothy Keller. Keller. Tim and, <laughs> Tim, and Tim and Kathy Keller. Okay. Tim and Kathy Keller. And uh there's just a lot of gold in that book as far mm-hmm. as like the idea of marriage, going into marriage, which you need to like recognize. Like one of the really harsh realities he says is that like your feelings will fade. And even then, what is what is your relationship made of? Yeah. Um, and as a man, like, what does it look like to die to yourself as a woman? What does it mean to honor and respect your husband? Um, and especially in the test of time, Yeah. you know? And um, I think for us, it's so hard to wrap our heads around those ideas because um, we can only see what's in front of us right now, you yeah. know? Um, because so much of it is like, okay, got the venue, got the DJ, um, where are we gonna live? Um, yeah. How much are we really willing to spend? What are the finances looking like? Yeah. Um, but even like, but like, I, I started listening to Dave Ramsey, and one of the things he says, like, it's important to have a joint account because what you don't realize is the world will tell you that it should be your money, you should be happy, but when you have a joint account, it forces to keep your vision as one. Yeah. And it forces you to communicate and collaborate. And I think for us, like, we recently talked about that is like, doing things in wisdom to set yourself up for success Mm. because like what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine having that mentality and really wanting to work together um and i think yeah Yeah. those for me having those two tools like that book and like dave ramsey in that regard has been huge um and also just being around husbands at church just Mm. kind of seeing how they serve their families um And not only just as a husband, but also as, like, fathers. Because I think that's something we also want to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of the things that I see at church isn't from that Eastern culture. And that's why, for, like, a lot of things, too, like, when we try Well, when I talk to people about, like, um, Korean weddings versus a Western wedding, like, there's a lot of, like, misunderstanding because they make it a lot about the married couple and the covenant between them, too, and and not so much the family. Um, And biblically... I've heard Koreans say you can spin it the way about the, making a family in western with you can spin it about just yeah. being about the couple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's hard. I don't I don't know if I really answered the question. No. That's good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think?
1: Yeah. Um <clears throat> I mean, Chunyi and I both come from broken families and so we don't really have like a good idea of what it's supposed to look like and what something thriving is supposed to look like. Mm. And so I think like this season is a lot of us trying to like, you know, come against those generational sins and kind of like be our own people. And so like, practically speaking, um, I've been going to counseling since last year and that's helped me tremendously. And, um, we do counseling together with EJ and Les, but Tuning started to meet with EJ one-on-one because like, yes, like we need this to happen, but also a lot of it is because individually we need to work out through some, through some stuff. And so I think Yeah, that's like practically what we're doing right now. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's
0: good. You know, as a married person, if I were to leave you guys with one piece of advice, it's, I guess it's more for you, Jeannie. Um, This is something I'm not particularly good at, but I have realized is something that I need to work on the most. That's why I'm telling you guys. But when in like a dating relationship, it's easy to be like keeping score i did this for you i expect something back later like I, if i keep doing this for you this for you this for you like i don't want
1: the, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, I, don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't i don't want that to pile up you know like sure. you gotta give me something back right one thing that i've had to shift my perspective on as a married man is i'm not doing this for her anymore i'm doing this for the marriage so every time it's i good. do something the for Soviet, her yeah yeah it's a deposit into the marriage that's going to be good for not just her it's not just benefiting her it's benefiting me as well and that's the whole part of dying to yourself and I think being in that perspective and being in that mindset has helped me tremendously because there's so much bitterness that can be welled up when you expect that to be I mean it is a equal partnership but when it needs to be equal in terms of the services that you do for each other and things like that it becomes way too transactional and you know, it's like she's probably thinking, I'm doing all this stuff for him that I'm not realizing. So it's like, it was really messy, right? Mm-hmm. But when you shift the focus to, I'm doing this for the marriage and this is going to benefit us in the long run, yeah, it's been just a lot easier for me to say, I did this, I did this for the marriage. It's not just benefiting her, it's benefiting yeah. me as well. Then I no, no longer need to keep score. Yeah.
2: What does that look like for you personally, like in a practical sense? Um, is it a lot of like mental processing or, yeah? so a lot of
0: letting go so one thing that we do is because shirley's trying to start Softie and all that we we still have separate bank accounts we have one joint account where a few things come out of but she has access to all of my bank accounts mm-hmm. so like my bank account has kind of become our joint account and it's uh if we hadn't done that it would be like we bought these things from my account this time. So next time you got to buy it from your account. Yeah. But I just said, I let it go. I said, Hey, I trust you to, uh, cause I mean, she is better with finances anyway. So it worked out, but I trust you to manage all of this. Um, and you kind of do with it what you feel like our family needs. Mm. I like surely if you're listening, I know I, I always joke around with her because she spends money for the baby. Yeah. And I, I think it's a little extravagant. But She just wants what's best for Aisley, of course. Right? So, um, I always kind of joke around with her saying, Oh, you, you're buying all these like crazy things, but like that's that's part of me letting go and, and letting her kind of just take over. Um, and me like kind of taking I don't want to say taking the hit, but me saying, I'm depositing this into the marriage, uh, I'm not like doing her favors, yeah, it's for the marriage, yeah. That's good, that's yeah. so good, yeah, yeah. And it's good that you guys are thinking about finance already because statistically. I think the number one reason why people get divorced is finance, you know? After infidelity. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Infidelity. Dave, Dave, Dave Ramsey talked about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is crazy and yeah. really sad to think about. Yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. like it's know, a lack of money or they don't communicate on finances.
0: It's either a sudden drop in money or sometimes even a sudden increase in money. Like, so couples who come into a lot of money, they, for some reason, it's, it seems counterintuitive, but that can cause a lot of marital issues as well. Yeah, isn't weird yeah,
2: yeah i could see that actually yeah, yeah.
0: so the, the fact that you guys are thinking about it already that's great yeah
2: yeah i mean go kind of into that like like the house and apartment or renting or mm-hmm. yeah buying versus renting thing is a whole other like i started listening more to this and i'm just like wow like four percent of interest over 30 years could be an extra like depending yeah. on their house could be an extra like hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. And i i'm like wow that's yeah. a lot you know yeah. and yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just... Money is hard. Yeah. And um, I think we're seeing, too, that, like, engagement is hard. I think we... I would rather it would be shorter. I think we would both wish it was because we just cut a lot of the stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think trying to honor your parents and everything and w- while juggling the things in between you two, while all the external forces are happening, mm-hmm. it's just so hard. Yeah. Um, and I could definitely see, like, I thought about it, I was like, how do people do this without God? Like, mm-hmm, if you're going yeah. on an ideology outside of faith or Jesus and all those things and not having that image, like, how do you do this? Because, yeah. like, yeah, as people were, I intrinsically believe people are not the best. Yeah. Like, and that's, I agree. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're prone to think for ourselves yeah. first and then, yeah, and... <laughs> Doing everything Doing doing it, doing it The opposite of that Is not human natural Yeah You know Human
0: <laughs> natural Yeah Some of the office references yeah I, yeah, yeah I like it I like it Yeah Well uh, any, any other parting thoughts uh, Anything That you guys want to talk about
2: um, It's going to be okay yeah it's That's it yeah
0: it's gonna be okay yeah. yeah just uh i mean you guys are a team now so it's uh it's gonna be much better than when you were just by yourself for yeah, sure for yeah, sure yeah. yeah so thank you guys so much for coming and yes. uh, telling us a story it was riveting the whole <laughs> whole, the whole uh proposal uh story uh, so thank you guys so much for sharing and of course yeah, just uh, uh giving me the chance to reflect on my own marriage and engagement process and all that and even you know bringing up the topic of Kobe. Yes. Yeah, so random. Thanks yeah. for having us. Man. No, man. Thanks yeah. thanks for coming and uh uh thank you guys for listening. Um if you resonated with anything that uh Jane and Jeannie talked about or if you had any questions or you wanted to give them encouragement, uh you're a married couple and you want to encourage them yes, in any way. Please. Um please uh, feel free to forward that message to me at ihthcpodcast@gmail.com at or on Instagram at I hope they hear this or on Twitter at IHTHC Podcast. I have to think about it. Um, Or on YouTube. Catch this video video on YouTube. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm casting my net wide. uh, Net wide, is that right? Casting my net. Casting wide my net. (laughs) Um, And uh, hoping that, uh, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever way people like to take in their media, you know, I'm trying to give it to them. So, yeah, feel free to contact us in any of those ways and uh yeah well well thank you guys for coming again (laughs) thank you for listening once again and uh we'll talk to you next week bye (laughs)